So I went here when I was about 15. So like in 2015. So it's been a hot sec, hot minute since I've been here. Um, I, I believe I went with like a silly ex-boyfriend from when I was like 15. So does it even count? Who knows? Uh, no shade. <laughs> Oops. Um, You're listening to Long Island's number one couples podcast. I'm Christian, the boyfriend. And I'm Alyssa, the girlfriend. And this is BFVGF. Subscribe for more podcasts and be sure to give us five stars wherever you stream us. How's it going, Elizabeth? Hey, I'm doing good, Christian. What's up? I'm feeling really phenomenal. Uh, really excited for today's episode. I'm really, I'm, I'm going to get in the mood. I'm really, I'm really feeling it. I'm really feeling it. Yeah, you know what gets me in the mood? I mean, I mean, I hope we're talking about the same thing. I had a plan for this episode, but I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know if we could talk about that on the show. The fall mood. Oh, the fall mood. Okay, I don't know why I just said, I feel like I said moon there, but yeah, okay, the fall mood. Oh, I'm all about those pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah, I'm really... You stole the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. Christian. No, I'm really in the Halloween mood. Um, really feeling it with the new studio setup we have going on with the pumpkin, the orange lighting, the fairy light. It's just a whole mood, but I'm, I guess you could say uh, in itself. But for today's episode, you guys wanted to bring to you for the long LI gang, couple gang, BFG, GF gang, BF gang, GF gang. We, we incorporate all gangs. Um, well, not all gangs. Oh, I don't know, but uh, we don't condone gang violence. But uh, yeah, I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> but so ultimately, we wanted to bring to you guys four things that you can do to be in the mood, I guess, for this fall season on Long Island. Some of these we've done. This year, some of them we've done in the past. We're here to give you all the recommendations. The rundown. So I'm going to list them off. we got four for you guys today, and then we're going to do a nice discussion of all of them to really give you an idea about what it is we are talking about. So coming in at number one here, and there are no particular order we have, and we did this just the other day. Uh, it's called The Great Jack-O-Lantern Blaze on Long Island. Uh, it's currently in Old Bethpage, New York with all those creepy old homes where I know, like Alyssa was telling me the other day, where they have, what is it, uh, the Headless Horseman come, you know, riding around, whatnot. So I thought that was pretty cool. But so, yeah, we went the other night and it's like a really cool, like you walk around and they just have like a hell ton of um, just a, a lot of jack-o'-lanterns and some really cool design. So Alyssa, do you want to break it down for them further? Sure. Yeah. Uh, basically it's about a 40 minute walk through experience. So it's pretty unique in the sense where you get to walk through. It's not like one of those like drive through experiences that they have around like Christmas time. It's like full on, you're walking through, you can take your time, you can take pictures. Um, you can bring the whole family. It's a little on the pricier side for these kind of activities, but at the end of the day, with everything going on and the lack of experiences that you can have right now, I would say that it's worth it. I don't know about you. Um, but yeah, it was really, really nice. Lo tons of amazing um, works of art, honestly, I would call them. The way that they sculpted the jack-o'-lanterns is super, super cool. Amazing. Definitely not something that like I could do. Like We saw like some pretty nice art. Very cool. And they incorporated the old houses into a lot of the exhibits, which made it like 
a lot creepier and cool. It's definitely uh, okay for all ages. Nothing about it is like scary, particularly. Um, I had a great time. Yeah, I would say it was super enjoyable, you know, uh, going right in. Uh, we took we took a ton of photos that actually came out surprisingly really well. Uh, you know, jack-o'-lanterns galore. I thought the jack-o'-lanterns, yeah, for anybody who's walked through it, you know that there's like a bunch of like, like uh, skeletons that are like lining the entire walk that are kind of made out of pumpkins. And I swear they're doing the WAP dance. I could be wrong, but they were like from the top, make it drop. They were just doing like pirouettes and it just looked very interesting. I thought it was quite funny. Uh, and then yeah, no, so many photogenic areas. And if you guys are on TikTok, I'm sure you've seen all the different, especially on Long Island for this Halloween spooky, spooky slash spooky season. All these different um, photos and people have been taking because on Long Island, this is probably like probably like one of the top two things to do right now due to COVID nineteen. We're just so grateful that they were able to bring it here because the history is that it's it's either organization or like a group, and they the people who run it, and it's always in like upstate New York. But as we're going to get into, a different event is not happening this year, and so I guess they kind of like swooped in to save the day. And I'll tell you, it really blew all my expectations for a jack o' lantern walk out of the water. You know, it really was a blaze. I mean, they had everything made out of pumpkins and decorated beautifully. Uh, lighthouses, unicorns. I mean... Let's not spoil it. Uh, yeah, those. Are, <laughs> that's just a few of the things that you'll see when you go there. I will give everybody some advice, though, to go to Alyssa's TikTok, A, it's Alyssa, and see... Uh, and probably, with two eyes. With two eyes. And a, with two eyes. And definitely the BFEGF podcast page, because we're going to probably post a, um, a reel slash TikTok or whatnot we made while we were there. Uh, that was really funny pertaining to Da Vinci, Da Vinci, uh, da Vinci. and Da Vinci. And uh, so we implore you guys all to check that out soon on the Instagram page. But yeah, we just had a really fun time. And I think a jack-o'-lantern walk with your, you know, for couple gang with your booberry uh, or your boo bear, you know, is just a really fun time. And I'm just so grateful to get the tickets when I did because they're selling out like hotcakes. So they're getting some free advertisement here. I implore you all to go to, I don't know what the website's called. Uh, it's like pumpkinblaze.org slash blaze Long Island. I don't know, something along those lines. Yeah. And just a disclaimer, none of these places are sponsoring us in any way. So this is just our genuine opinions right here. If you, Blaze, if you are hearing this and you want to sponsor us. Please sponsor us. Or what is or who is that? What is the um, the the, the uh, okay? We're gonna have a future guest on, uh, and uh, they host this one page. What is it called? I don't. I, I mean, do we want to drop it? Okay. So basically, there's an account that they like showcase things on Long Island. Those guys. I'm talking to you, Catherine and Christine. If you want to sponsor us, we are here and we are ready. We love Long Island, BFG. Okay, no more shameless plugs. It's all jokes and good fun. But yeah, hashtag not sponsor, but hashtag please sponsor. Hashtag gotta pay our bills. Let's go, boys. Um, so anything else to say on Blaze? I think we're ready to move on to number two for you guys. It was just really, really cutesy. Honestly, if you want, I mean, if I wasn't on keto, I would have gone and gotten a little pumpkin spice latte beforehand to get into the mood. But you can't bring it in. No foods and drinks. Okay. But we have to talk about this. So I'm so glad Alyssa brought up the food and drink thing because so it's an old Beth page. And for anybody who's on Long Island, you know, it's very close to Route 110, uh, which is like a major north south north-south cut through on Long Island and it goes through obviously Old Beth Page, Farmingdale, a couple other towns, because I was eventually driving all the way south to get onto the southern state to uh, get back home. And 
with with Alyssa really late at night, and I was feel I was like I'm ready to break keto. Like tonight's the night. I'm re- I really haven't been on keto if I'm honest because I've been like having some carbs here and there. But I digress. And uh, so we're driving on 110. We're at like Chick Fil A, but they were closed because it was late. And I was like, but it's not even Sunday. They still did me dirty. Uh, so many other places were closed. There weren't. I was like Chili's, Applebee's. I was like, where do I want to go? Then we passed White Castle. I was so hype. I've never been there. And so for any of you guys that have been to White Castle, please let us know on any of our platforms. I would like to know what I missed out on if I was, if, or if I was missing anything at all. Because at White Castle, it's this little tiny, like, it's like a little hut. You know, I feel like we're like in Tatooine from Star Wars, like a little tiny hut and there's some raiders that working on the inside. I don't know. And um, what's ultimately, it's a little tiny little shack and they serve just sliders, like really tiny miniature burgers. And my uncle, one of my uncles who, who's big into working out, he just like, he loves them and he just like crushes them, you know, for the meat or whatnot. My father has some funny stories from when he was younger when they would just eat them and he was with his older friend who wasn't necessarily the best influence. And so they would finish the, uh, what is it? I mean, this is back like in the 60s and 70s. It was a different time. Like they would just like grab something from uh, White Castle and <laughs> my father's friend who's older, he would just throw the trash out the window. I mean, just what a mess, but so funny in retrospect. Um, don't litter people. Uh, and then, so then we're there and I'm like, I got to experience this. And so I'm like, I'm not a big burger guy for anybody who knows me. And Alyssa knows that as well. I love crispy chicken sandwiches though. I was to die for it. That's why I was kind of pissed off and a little upset, you know, when my, my heart broke a little bit when Chick-fil-A was closed, I digress. So went to White Castle, we're going through the drive-thru and uh, we pull up to the wind, not the window, but the spot where you like order and they're like, hi, I'm going to take your order. And I was like, hello, hello. And the screen was black. Normally, like, it's like a, like, when you go to other fast food places, usually, like, there's something on the screen. And when you order, like, your, the stuff you say pops up on the screen. Uh, this little thing, I, I don't know what you would call it, this little kiosk thing, it also was kind of turned a little. So it looked broken. Like, I was like, maybe they have another one up ahead. Like, I can't really see from here. Like, maybe this is, like, a broken one or one that they're not using right now. The screen was black. It was tilted on a 45 degree angle on its side and there was tape, like duct tape all over it. So I was like, all right, this is broken. Maybe they're taking orders uh, at the at the like the like first window because a lot of fast food places have two windows. I should have realized a small joint only has one window. And then, so I'm like, all right, I already know what we're gonna get. We're gonna get the crispy chicken uh, combo, 6.69. Yeah, simple order. Get a little diet order, some fries, and then two uh, crispy chicken sliders with cheese. You can't get the cheese off. So if you don't like cheese, I guess uh, White Castle is not for you or deal with it. Get with the program. Uh, And so we're pulling through the drive-thru and it gets really slow. We're like stopped in the drive. There's only like two cars ahead of us for five minutes. So then at this point, I'm convinced. I'm like, all right, so maybe they're just taking orders like at the window and that's why they're struggling. No, no, no. So then all of a sudden it picks up. We get to the window and he's just like, you got to go back to the beginning to order. I'm like, dude, nobody was working the machine. Like nobody was there. Where's the customer service? I can tell you, I've worked... In customer service, I guess you can say, because I've worked at like a Starbucks in the past. And I can tell you, number one rule, unless it's something ridiculous, for the most part, the customer's always right. So if nobody was at the window to help them, if I worked there, without question, you would say, I'm so sorry, like, um, I could just take your order quick here. Especially since White Castle, the orders are this big. So like, I was like, like... In what world do you just say, oh, no, turn around, wait online again. Sorry. No, you take the order anyways and you deal with it because it's not like our order was complicated. It's not like I'm going to be like, I want this, 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 and this. It's like simple order. You say, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. 
it's our fault. My bad. You don't have to say that. But, you know, it's a given. The customer is always right. If something goes wrong on your end, you don't tell the customer, wait online all over again for another 15 minutes. But it was it was it was so bad. But I digress. I, I turned my head and then I'm looking at the line and all of a sudden, I guess they did a PBA to all of their uh, they, everybody got the pager on them. They just found it like we are now working at the drive through like you can now say hi and we'll pick up because I turned my head and there is like seven car. I'm not joking. There's like seven cars in the driveway. It's like in the drive through. So I'm like, all right, so we were just a little too early. They weren't mentally prepared to take our order. That's why they didn't answer. But all of a sudden, all the other cars, I could see they're talking like through like to the like the black screen, you know. And I was, I was like, y'all don't deserve our money. So I was anymore. like, so now y'all don't deserve our money. So now you can't get my business. I feel bad for you. Like I would love to try it. Missed opportunity. But what was so what was even more ironic and so funny. It's like, so like you're working at like a burger joint, right? No, no hate, nothing but love. But I got to keep it real. I don't think it's that difficult. Maybe a controversial opinion. I don't know. Uh, but so like, it's especially, it's like, I don't believe anything is like, unless they're like, like, unless the chicken itself is like freshly fried, which I believe it is. I'm pretty sure like the sliders, like they just get the buns because it's mini sliders. I don't believe they make their own buns. It's kind of like you just buy it like in bulk or they get it shipped in, right? So it's not a this was not a difficult order. It was just a small diet soda we were going to get, a Diet Dr. Pepper and uh, Keto Life. And then we're going to get a little small fry and then two little tiny sliders. And like it wasn't that complicated. So then, so obviously Alyssa told you guys, so like he didn't take our order at the window, which was kind of unfortunate. So we, we ended up not going back. But so then ultimately... I'm looking at them through the window, and I swear to God, minimum four people all surrounding the, the counter, and they're looking at each other with the, like the slider in the middle of them, and they're just like, I feel, I feel like I could understand what they were saying to themselves. Like I feel like they did not know how to make the burger. Now maybe that's mean, and I feel bad for them if they were seriously struggling with their job, but it's just like I don't feel like it's that complicated to just. I mean. I'm just so, I mean, right, I'm grateful that I was even able to go through the drive-thru and afford a burger, right? That's enough said. Like, that's understood. But, like, they're all just sitting around the burger like, fuck, like, what do we do? Like, I don't know how to put the cheese on the crispy chicken. Like, like they didn't, they didn't. Does the gut button go over the burger or under? <laughs> like, they didn't teach me. They didn't, they didn't, it's like, they never taught us this at, at, at uh, orientation for Whole Foods. Like, White they, Castle Academy. At White Castle Academy. They didn't. They didn't tell me exactly how you have, like everybody knows I want SpongeBob episode where like he delicately lays like the two little pickles on the burger and then the little ketchup, like little smiley faces. And then he tucks them into bed with the little cheese slice. And I feel like they were just like, fuck, like we can't, like, I, I can't do it. Like I can't do it. They were like, oh, they were under pressure. And then eventually the guy, he turned, I waved to him. I was like, yo, to get his attention because I want to order through the window. And he's like, sorry, you're going to have to go back. So it just looked like they were struggling. They were having a hard time. And so I was just like, all right, understood. I was a little upset. Uh, I didn't want to get my business necessarily after he told me go back. But so I was just like, yeah, all right. Wait online again. Yeah. Okay. So that was a little little much for me. So I was like, all right. Well, then we eventually, we just drove down the block to Burger King, down 110, and we got crispy, chick crispy chicken fries, and my mom was fucking blown. Uh, and that's the end of that story. And then... <laughs> It was really good. I I tried it. I looked it up. Not too many carbs, so I wasn't doing too bad. It's all right. I had like three. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I haven't had Burger King in a while. I love everybody loves Burger King. I haven't been there in like years until the other day when we went. But everybody knows. I'm not sure if they still have it. The French fry, not the French fry. 
the the French toast sticks are on another level. For anybody who goes to Burger King for breakfast, I'm not sure if they still have it. Let us know. But the French toast sticks just hit different. I'm sorry. They are just, they're the, they're the best. I mean, McDonald's has the pancakes in the morning, but those, you can, tell me if I'm wrong. You can never eat McDonald's pancakes with the plastic utensils they give you. It's no. like, <laughs> right, right? Is this like, is this just me? You can never, it's like the, the pancake, like it doesn't taste bad. And like you have the butter and the butter is like artificial and that's why it's amazing. But like the utensils always like absolutely tear the hell out of my pancakes. Like I can never get the pancake on my fork ever with the plastic McDonald's utensils that they give you. And I feel like they try so hard because the plastic utensils at McDonald's, it's not like they like bought them for the third party. Like it has the McDonald's insignia on the utensils, if I remember correctly. And this is like, dude, what are you doing? Like I'm tearing my waffle the fuck up. Like my pancake, excuse me. And it's like, it's not, I can't get it in my mouth. It's not working. It's not, and then eventually I just resort to tearing it with my fingers, ego waffle style or ego pancake style. Cause that's really what it is. But I digress. Moving on to number two, we were just at Blaze Pumpkin. We are now moving on. Alyssa has so much to say on this, so I'm so excited to hear what she has to say. Bayville Adventure Park, but in the month of October, it is now known as Bayville Scream Park. So Mm -hmm. Alyssa, you're the expert, undisputed. Take it away for the people. So I went here when I was about 15, so like in 2015. So it's been a hot sec, hot minute since I've been here. Um, I I believe I went with like a silly ex-boyfriend from when I was like 15. So does it even count? Who knows? Uh, No shade. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I went there with him and a bunch of friends. Um, And I remember it was honestly, I mean, I feel like I can take a lot as far as like scariness goes for me it wasn't that scary but I feel like for other people it might be um but I remember like they have a few attractions they have like a maze they have they have both I think they have a corn maze and they also have like an Egyptian themed maze with like mummies and stuff that was kind of creepy um and they have like the the haunted like Bloodsworth Manor or something like that went through that. That was really cool. Um, it was very similar to another haunted house that I've been to, which we'll drop a little bit later. Um, but it was overall pretty cool experience. The only thing that I remember though, that sucked was that I remember the bathroom line for the women's bathroom was like ridiculous and there was no line for the men's room. So that was a problem. Well, we all know why that is. We talked about this with you guys in a previous episode because everything in the world is designed by men. That's why yeah. everything is phallic-shaped and uh, there's not enough uh, space in a woman's restroom. But uh, yeah, you mentioned a couple of the attractions. I know they have some new ones now. Uh, the two of them that I two that I can speak on that I would like to take a listen to this year, and you guys should all take your booberry too, for somebody who's not like myself, who's not amazing with the scares. I mean, you let me know if any of you guys are like this. So like, I don't mind like movies where it's like it's obvious this could never happen like so when there's a demon or like a like a ghoul or a ghost or like some monster like obviously like i'm trying to think like 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 uh flubber i mean that's not a halloween movie but like uh, casper or like there's certain movies where it's just like that could never like jason is not like real you know what i mean no guy 
no no mom is getting revenge and then like the son coming out of the lake to kill everybody else, right? But the movies that bother me are the, I appreciate the consolation, Alyssa. He's a bit of a scaredy cat. A little bit. The movies that bother me are the ones where it's like they could actually happen. So that's why I don't fuck with The Exorcist because The Exorcist is like, next is like, it's very, well, first of all, that, and as we discussed, I think on a previous episode, or maybe we didn't, like with Poltergeist, and we're going to do a movie review episode for you guys. Uh, it's like creepy things happen to the actors, either passed away or got very seriously ill or hurt or maimed or something like that. And it's just like, you're messing with spirit. Sometimes it's based off a true story. Sometimes it isn't. But if it could happen in real life, it bothers me. And so like when we're going literally to a scream park where it's literally a real life event, and it's like, I am very bothered because my rationale is like, what obviously, I mean, you got to sign waivers through the roof for obvious reasons though, because like, what's, I'll do both ways. What's stopping somebody who's a, who's a, uh, a, a, a ghost or, or, or they're like dressed up in this costume to scare the hell out of you, right? Who's to say that they're not going to snap and hurt me? Oh, who's to say I'm not going to snap and accidentally punch one of them in the face and then I get, and then I actually get touched. Then I get tackled to the ground. And I'm like, no, don't hurt me. But it's like, actually, they're just like, we can't let you go. We have to arrest you for assaulting one of the actors. So it's like, it just doesn't work for me. But my recommendations for you two guys, or for you guys, the two attractions at Bayville Adventure Screen Park I would go to are the, uh, what is it? The zombie mini golf, which I think is definitely the move. You have to get there before uh, it, 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 it's, it's open till six. It's usually about an hour. So you have to get there before five. I really want to do that with Alyssa next week. We'll keep you updated on that. You guys, as well as the zombie, it's like a movie drive-in. I thought it was initially a movie, but it's basically driving in your car. Um, and you like, you can roll the windows down, I believe as long as you have your mask on and you're like sitting in like an old school, like drive-in lot and you're watching a 45 minute theatrical performance theatrical so i thought it was a movie i was like 45 minutes seems pretty short but 45 minutes for a theatrical performance seems pretty nice like maybe some live action like frankenstein or something interesting like on a stage that we can all watch you know like in like a lot and then apparently like actor like they'll come around and like jump scare you like while you're in your car which sounds like a very interesting experience and i think that's definitely something i am interested in you know, I could do the jump scares. Jump scares don't bother me, but I can't do. And also, let me know if you guys are like this. I can watch any horror movie during the day. It doesn't bother me. It's at night when I can't sleep. If I wa if I just watch something and then go to bed. Like when I was younger, I would just sing the "I Love You" Barney song to myself before I fell asleep. Aww. If I was like really scared of something mm -hmm. to like help like make 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 myself fall asleep. I digress. Aww. Those are the two things you guys should go for Babel Adventure Park. Any final words on Babel Adventure Parkalism? I remember they had like a cute little um, ice cream parlor next door. So definitely you should go to Bayville with your boo and then get some ice cream after, get a shake. Yeah, I know for a fact they have tons of different like, I mean, it's the same like, um, what is it, places where you can get food that they normally have there. I'm not sure what they're called, but they made them now all like, like, uh, like Halloween themed. Like well, I know they, ha they have one that's within Bayville. That's like overpriced. I went to like an independent one outside of Bayville, like right next door, basically with my friends. And I remember that that was, that was cute. That was probably really bomb. And I know like, for an example, one they have is like the, um, like the sheep's blood cafe, like something like that. It's like Halloween themed, but you know what I think is a phenomenal transition, Alyssa talking about like confections and like things you can eat pertaining to Halloween is where we actually went, I believe, what was it for our it was either our third or our sixth date. Both. Both? That's right. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. Um, and it's a place, I believe, Alyssa, is the town, West? is it Westbury? I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. sure 
Um, I mean, I could do, I mean, Alyssa, do you want to do a quick search while I just break it down for the audience? Sure. So ultimately, Witch's Brew. I'm pretty sure it's in Westbury and, uh, or perhaps, I don't think it's in Babylon. I'm not sure. But so it's in one of those towns. And it's just, uh, it's, I didn't know about this, but it's actually vegan. And it's just a creepy, like, two to three story house. West Hempstead. West Hempstead. Okay, so I wasn't close at all. Um, yeah, I always remember I had to drive pretty, you know, far west to get there. So it's in West Hempstead. And it's like a three story, like, kind of like a spooky, like, Scooby-Doo style, like, house, which is really interesting. It's like black. And it's all, you definitely have to go at night. Who goes during the day? Come on, like, honestly. And so you go at night and it's all decorated very cutesy with lights and on the inside it's all like it's not even Halloween themed per se I would say it's like this all year round um and I just think it's really really cute I would say um it's overall theme is like witches yeah exactly it's like it's kind of more of like a hipster joint in my opinion and yes the prices are a little high but like we said, like they have vegan options and stuff like that. And everything's really cutesy and you pay more, I would say, for the atmosphere, which sometimes it doesn't hurt to do. You know, you go somewhere, you pay because it's decorated so nicely and it's, it's just a very cool atmosphere. And they have like all the chairs are like couch chairs. Like they don't have any like normal chairs. So you're very comfortable. And uh, it's very cute to go with your friends. They have like little sandwiches. If you go for brunch, um, they have uh, brownies and they have shakes and it's just overall, they have lattes. Very, very cutesy. Say it's perfect for a date too. Cause we went for dates and I, you know, I remember it was so cute to go with him and I made a lot of nice memories there. Yeah. You know, it's a really lax place. The menu is really all inclusive. Anything you want, you can get there. I mean, you can get like those. Obviously. (laughs) I mean, the desserts. I mean, what? I mean, we took a photo and I'm sure it's somewhere out there in the ether. We had like a cinnamon roll once that was super A cinnamon roll. But then we had two coffees. Were they iced coffees or fraps or lattes that were in like cutesy mason jars with straws and like whipped cream? What were those called? I think... They were either fraps or shakes, but either way, they're really good. They might have been shakes. Yeah, I mean, um, undisputed, irregardless, they're too tiny. Witches brew, get your game on. Like, we love you and, like, sponsor us. But, like, I would just, I was thinking about this. I'm sorry to go on this, you know, uh, completely unrelated point. But, like, so many of the people we interview and so many people we're going to be having on the show in the future, like, they have so many, like, there's so many phenomenal brands out there that people don't even know about that I, like... I'm sorry. I love merch. Is that like a problem? Like, I mean, I used to always be like, gotta have the Yeezys. And now I'm not, I don't care. I'm not like materialistic in that way anymore. But I'm just like, I love supporting other creators. Like we had, what is it? Locals only on like a couple months ago. And I'm just like, Kevin, we're still waiting for that merch, but I still love you regardless. But like, I would just love to wear, it could just be one piece of his just to like support other creators out there. I digress. I love to help other people. But um, yeah, Witch's Brew is a uh, just a phenomenal all overall atmosphere, date night for your boo. Even the waiting area is really cutesy. It could be a little bigger though because a lot of people wait and you have to end up waiting in your car. I know, but you know what it is? It almost gets to the point now where it's like this for some New York City restaurants where it's like, it's just a part of the experience. Where like part of it is that you had to wait outside. Like I'm trying to think, like it could be analogous to like when you have to wait to like buy a game console the night before it releases and like all the gamer guys, they go hardcore and they just like, they like do a whole line, 
you know, outside of a store or like for Apple, for example, when Apple has a new product coming out, they, everybody will wait online. So you want to get into Witch's Brew. It's like you, you got to either wait online. I don't think you can call in advance. So you have to be there. It's first come first serve. I, yeah. But if you can get one of the, ch- shout out to you, if you can get one of the chairs in the lounge waiting area, which is brew because you are on, you are next level. And even if you're two guys, everything goes out the window. You sit on each other's lap. Nobody gives a fuck <laughs> because it's so, as Alyssa said, it is so tight there. So as I'm like, when we get a chair, I'm like, Alyssa, just sit down. I could stand anyway. It doesn't matter. But then you get inside. It's all lights, cutesy. They're all dressed in like black. It's really cute. We've gotten, I feel like, other than cinnamon rolls, like cheesecake and other things I think we've gotten there before. Over, We had s'mores. Did we not? Did we not yeah, have s'mores I, there? I feel like we did. I feel like we had s'mores there as well. So overall, just a phenomenal institution. Institution, excuse me. I, I, I went a little brown there on you guys. I don't know why I'm talking <laughs> like that. Uh, really, I have to get Domer Christian. Got to bring it down. Um, try, don't try to be so big brain. You, uh, but uh, absolutely love phenomenal restaurant slash cafe, whatnot. That's mm-hmm. my two cents on Witch's Brew. Absolutely love it. Very uh, cutesy. Now we're going to do a quick throwback to something that we alluded to before about what this Blaze Halloween spectacular whatnot kind of replaced. And we went to it last year. Unfortunately, they're not hosting it this year, but definitely keep it in mind, you guys, for next spoopy season, a Rise of the Jack-O-Lantern. Now this is the one in uh, Old Westbury Gardens. Um, some people like myself thought that uh, and I guess they kind of did it for this reason. So, you know, the other one, Blaze, as we mentioned, always in upstate New York. But we believe, and I, I'm not sure if it's confirmed or not, that because Rise of the Jack-O-Lanterns Old Westbury decided that they can't do it because it's just simply not sustainable, the big boys in upstate New York were like, don't worry, fam. We got you. Take this spoopy season off. You come in next year stronger than ever. So, <laughs> but Rise of the, so they kind of replaced them. But so Rise of the Jack-O-Lanterns, very similar to Blaze. So I definitely recommend going to Blaze if you like Rise of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Uh, you know, Blaze was in uh, Old Best, Old Beth Page, but Rise was in Old Westbury Gardens. And it's just another place where it's like, there's a vibe and you walk through and honestly, just phenomenal pumpkin art all around. Um, I'm not sure if Alyssa, if you can um, really identify anything else other than what I'm going to say, but I noticed how for Rise of the Jack-O-Lantern that we went to last year, there were a lot more like pop culture references. I was going to say that. Yeah, definitely more like, I mean, great for couples, but definitely more like, you know, pumpkins that were associated with like family movies and stuff like that. So I'd say if you have like a little frozen fan or something who uh, needs somewhere to go, I definitely would say this was more even more family oriented than um, Blaze because this has so many, uh, well, what is this? Rise has so many like family pop culture references. So definitely more kiddies there. And I also noticed there were more kids when we went there last year. Um, But it's definitely very cute nonetheless. Uh, Definitely take your boo there next year if they have it again. Yeah, you know, it was was really nice. in terms of Rise of the Jack-O-Lanterns. I'm just trying to remember the exact thing. You know, both of them are walkthroughs. And uh, I mean, more than anything, I think we should just briefly touch on, for those couple gangs out there, the the aura and the experience around going out, especially in the time of COVID-19. Like Alyssa texted me prior for me to me picking up. She was like, I'm so excited. Like, I feel like this is like the first time I've gone out in like forever. And it's like for obvious reasons. But it's just like, even like when we first started dating and even today, when we go out, and I hope it's like this for all you guys out there with your booberry, 
there's just like you get a little giddy inside and like this is like this whole aura around especially in spoopy season it's a little different like when you're going to like the rise of the jack-o'-lanterns or blaze where it's like it's hard to put my finger on it but it's just like it's just like such a vibe and it's such a fall mood like it's dark nobody can see anything and you just have these cute like you know these warm you know glow this warm glowing from um emanating from you know, the warmth coming from these pumpkins and it's just like, you, you, you grab the arm or your booberry and it's just like such a phenomenal time, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I would say like, yeah, what you were saying before about the text message I sent you. Um, yeah, I kind of, when you come and pick me up, it just feels like old times and I um, I really enjoy just getting into the, the spoopy mood with you and like we... Uh, a few weeks ago, we got um, I got a pump. I got to try pumpkin spice latte for the first time ever at Starbucks, and it it wasn't an amazing drink, but it amazingly got me into the fall mood. So I definitely like want to have more of those in the future. Like things like that, like just a tall pumpkin spice latte is enough to like get me feeling like I want to do all these cutesy fall things. And it's it's hard in such like a difficult time for so many people. So, you know, it doesn't hurt to like get out there and wear your mask and do little cutesy fall things because, you know, I think I briefly mentioned this in the last episode, but like as like an adult, I guess you can say you take seasons, like the different seasons and the changes in like a whole new perspective where like you want to do things pertaining to like the season you're in more and you just want to take it all in because like it's life, you know, it's like the changes of the seasons. It's like your, your mood changes with it. And it just, you get to encompass like really like all the feelings that come with each season more. It's not just about the stuff you get anymore. Like when I was a kid, I was like Christmas presents or Halloween candy. Now it's about the whole experience. And I honestly, as a kid, I always thought that holidays would be sad as an adult. I was like, no more presents for Christmas and blah, blah, blah. But quite the opposite I've experienced um, happening to me, at least. I, I feel like I enjoy everything more. Like I'm, I'm appreciating everything more and the little things become bigger things, you know? Yeah, definitely. Before we move on to our last one, Elizabeth, I was just checking the camera. Can you just scoot to your left a little bit? Can you scoot to your left? Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Much, much better. And then just bring the microphone right in there. Yup, yup. Oh, maybe just get it a little bit closer. Is that good? Why don't you talk into it real quick? Talking into it real quick. A little bit, a little bit closer. Okay. How's this? Okay. I think they think that's much better. All right. Dope. Tune into the video. Definitely watch the video portion and see what we're talking about. Absolutely. You can watch <laughs> us grow as a podcast. Uh, and so a final spot, spot here that I want to talk about uh, with, I'm looking at the screenshot here, Schmidt's Farm Hunt. Once again, I know nothing other Old than, Schmidt's. I mean, that's actually not true. I actually know quite a bit about Schmidt's. So with Schmidt's, we went last year and I'm trying to go again this year and I'll give you my little brief story we had. So ultimately, Schmidt's is a farm in Melville, and you can go pumpkin picking. There's usually a corn maze, some cutesy events for kids, and you get some nice food and a gift shop. And we did that last year, and there's a photo out there of me somewhere like hiding in the pumpkin patch. Really funny, cute stuff. Uh, and then we went back this year, and like, I mean, Alyssa's going to speak on the whore aspect because she's done it, but here's just our story from when we went recently during the day. Horror, not whore. Horror. The, the horror aspect. I, are you calling me something, Christian? Is this, no, 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 no. Are you alluding to something here? Like- Absolutely not at all. But so we went to the pumpkin patch. It was like 3, 3.30. And they were just like, yeah, we shut down early due to COVID. 
dog, you didn't put it on the website until like two minutes before we got there. And all I know is we were walking in and like so many people were leaving. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they should definitely. I mean, I feel like they're kind of doing the lazy thing or they just see how many people are buying tickets and then they're just like, okay, here's the capacity. They should be paying attention to who's leaving because it definitely didn't look like it was at capacity. Here's what bothered me the most. And Alyssa can testify because she was right next to me. We get up there and I asked him, I was like, do you know if they put it on the website? Very nice tone. And he was just like, he's like, I don't know. He's like, how would I know? And I'm like, well, you work here. Well, well, uh, you work here, dude. Like maybe you like, Chris Cuomo, Cuomo looking ass. And there were the, there are you know. so many people going in with their kids, and I just felt so bad because I was so ma- no, so many people leaving. I can't imagine being like five and being like, I'm gonna get a caramel apple and I'm going pumpkin picking, and then have them be like, we're at capacity. Like they should pay more attention, and you know, yeah, if you update the website at three thirty, and I get there at three forty. Yeah, I was on the road, so I didn't like check. We were driving there. We didn't think that, you know, they would hit capacity in the 30 minutes, whatever it took us to drive there. So, I mean, I don't know. And so many people were going in. I was like, I don't want to waste your time. They're closed. It's like, thank you. They were just like, because I was like, I know what it feels like to get like absolutely crushed. I was really looking forward to a spoopy date. But Alyssa, tell the people about Schmidt's farm real quick, the haunt. Anything okay, you've done yeah. there pertaining to like the horror stuff? Because you've been there before, right? Yes. Break it down real quick. So I was there a few years ago. I'm I, Maybe it was two years ago. I'm not sure. Um, it's very cool. They have like a bunch of actors around. It's very similar to Bayville, but it's like obviously not as big. Um, but they have like, I thought their um, haunted house there um, was definitely really spooky. Um at the time, I mean, I'm always too scared to be in the front of the line of my friends. So I was probably like towards the middle. So right off the bat, I mean, obviously I can be a little scared sometimes. But once I got, I was going through, it's an enjoyable experience because I noticed that every room was like a different theme, which I mean, obviously is common in a lot of haunted houses. But uh, I felt like it was, there was so much effort put into it. It was so nice. Um, they had a lot of really talented actors there. Once again, it was very similar to the um, Bloodsworth Manor at Bayville, but I, I give props to Schmitz because Bayville, obviously, they have more money to work with. They charge more in general. It's a bigger facility, whatever. So I, I definitely give props to Schmitz for putting this all together in a farm, like definitely less to work with. They didn't, they, I, I don't even know. Um, I don't even think they had like a building to work with. They just have like the outside of a building. And then um, once you go in, it's not really a building. I'm pretty sure it's all outside, but they have so many props and everything. You can't really tell. Um, very, very cool. It's definitely a long experience. So I would say all in all, like they're, these are all ex- expensive experiences, but in the grand scheme of things, like if you'd pay $35 to get your whole family McDonald's, like you can afford like, you know, to pay 30 to $40 to do all of these crazy cool Halloween things that a lot of people put a lot of effort into. Um, but yeah, the actors were really cool. They go up to you. They follow you around, uh, similar to Bayville, but I think they, they followed you around a little more at uh, Schmidt's. Um, they took a picture of, of you once you finished the haunted house. Um, and I remember they had, when I went, at least, I don't know if it's still there, but they had a new attraction there called the experiment and you'd go in and it was like a theatrical thing where they would have, um, 
was like a mad scientist and he was working on his newest experiment and you were sitting in rows and they had people going up to you as the show was going on. Similar to like what you were saying about Bayville. They had this a few years ago at Schmitz. It was very cool. It was new. It was different. And they also had the corn maze. Um, I would say ultimately um, this would be really great for families who have teens and stuff. I think y'all would really enjoy it. Um, little kids don't bring them here. I, I feel like if I was a young kid and I went to one of these things, they would probably scar me for life. So don't bring children, just like teens, adults. I think it's great. And they also, I'm pretty sure they were selling like hot chocolate and other cutesy, uh, foods, fall foods that you can try. Um, I don't think I bought any cause they're always very expensive at these places, but definitely really, really fun, memorable experience. Go with your friends, go with your family, go with everyone. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have too much more to ask. I've never done it before. Not a haunted house kind of guy. Yeah, he's a scaredy cat. Scaredy cat. But at the same time, I still, I'm not sure if they're doing it this year because of COVID, but let me give you a brief bonus fifth one, which is just go to, like, see if your neighborhood or anybody, if you're, any of your neighbors. Wear a mask, social distance, though. Yeah, any neighbors in your town, like we went to, are hosting their own haunted house. Some people host them in their houses, through the garages, in the backyards, and we've gone to some really bomb ones and we're in our area, like where I live and where she lives, and had some really fun times. So definitely be on the lookout for the, um, I guess you could say third party Halloween attractions, you know, but that's all we have for you guys. This episode, uh, here, those were your four with a slash bonus five. I'm not sure if there was six in there. You guys keep count. I don't know. Yeah. Ultimately though, keep in mind that, um, most of the actors, especially this year are going to stay six feet away from you. So something that I, I mean, when I go to these places, it's very easy. I mean, you want to have a good scare because that's part of the Halloween experience, the Halloween spirit, but, um, to prevent, um, becoming, to prevent becoming like way too scared, um, just keep in mind that nobody can touch you, especially now nobody can come within six feet of you. Everything is, they're all actors. They all have real lives outside of scaring you. Um, and if you put yourself in that mindset, it'll, it'll just become a more enjoyable experience and less of like a terrifying experience. Keep in mind, nobody can actually hurt you, you know, and you'll still get a kick out of it, but you're not going to be deathly afraid, which will make you, like I said, all around have a better experience. So keep that in mind and just stay adventurous and definitely let us know if you have any top picks that we have not mentioned and maybe we'll mention them in our next episode who knows um and grab a pumpkin spice latte get into the mood grab some hot chocolate watch some halloween movies like really this time especially in such a difficult time it's the best time to get close to your family and your significant other and really enjoy the holiday season more than you would if life was going on normally love how you got preachy preachy there at the end i'm out peace peace out